Hello and welcome back to another episode of the Into the Huddle podcast. It has been quite a while since our last episode, but we are excited to be back. And today we're going to talk about the NFL Draft, which happens on Thursday. It's one of the best events in the sporting world, and hopefully this year it will be better than ever. We are back in person. It's going to be on Las Vegas, which is going to be super exciting. So definitely make sure you watch the draft on Thursday. It should be incredible. And today we are going to predict what's going to happen in the draft. We're going to talk about which players the top 10 teams should take. And we're also going to kind of make our takes on whether teams should draft quarterbacks in this draft because it's not that great of a quarterback draft, but some teams are considering it. So we're going to talk about that. But before that, we have to talk about the breaking news in the NFL. This is going to completely change the landscape of the draft. The Houston Texans have made a huge move. Yes, they have traded their sixth and seven round picks for the New England Patriots fifth round pick. I know. I know what you're saying. This is incredible. The Texans are going to win the Super Bowl now. This is the biggest trade. I mean, it really time. looks like Nick Casario. He he knows football with this trade. I mean, wow. Moving up 13 spots to get yourself out of the beginning of the sixth and into the top and into the end of the fifth. I mean, wow. Yeah. Only using a seventh rounder. He totally fleeced the Patriots with that one. It's totally unprecedented. Truly an exciting time in the NFL. But now, in all seriousness, let's get to the actual draft. Um, if you couldn't tell, we were joking. That trade probably meant absolutely nothing but we just thought it would be funny so now let's get to the actual draft so with the first overall pick for the second year in a row the clowns of the nfl the jacksonville jaguars get to make the first selection last year they picked trevor lawrence it went kind of okay for them i mean he had a pretty below average rookie year but he did get better as the season went on they finished with the worst record in the NFL, and now they get to make the first overall pick. So there's been a lot of recent speculation about who they're going to take. The main debate is between Michigan defensive end Aiden Hutchinson and Georgia defensive end Trayvon Walker. And at the start of this process, Hutchinson was like the favorite. In recent times, more people are talking about Walker potentially going number one. What do you think is going to happen? What do you think the Jaguars should do? I mean, Walker certainly has the measurables. Um, he's super strong, big, fast. He's, I mean, he looks like a great player, but he really didn't make that big of an impact in college. No one was really talking about him for Georgia when they won the national championship. He was just, I mean, an all right college player who has, you know, freak athletic abilities. Whereas Aiden Hutchinson was clearly the best or maybe the second best defensive player in college football behind Will Anderson. Um, and, I mean, he just made play after play. He won Michigan Michigan the uh, the game that put them into the Big Ten Championship. He played amazing in the Big Ten Championship. He was one of the only guys on that team, at the, on that Michigan team, who did well in the college football playoffs. And, I mean, he just has the intangibles – he seems like a guy who's going to end up projecting like Nick Bosa or J.J. Watt where they can just do it all. Uh, whereas Trayvon Walker, you know, we 
we haven't really seen him just be able to take over games. So that's why I think they should take Aiden Hutchinson. But with the Jaguars organization, you never know. They might go with Trayvon Walker because they see the big, big muscles, really fast 40 time, great bench press. Yeah. So I totally agree with you. I think they should take Aiden Hutchinson. And I think this is a classic case of NFL analysts kind of building up drama. Really, Aiden Hutchinson should probably be the consensus number one overall pick. At the, at the start of this draft process, most people had him as the number one overall pick. But the NFL analysts, they have to get something to talk about. So they, they insert Trayvon Walker's name into the conversation when really, as you mentioned, these two players aren't really comparable. Trayvon Walker has a ton of potential, but he hasn't really been that productive. We know, for the most part, that if the Jaguars take Aiden Hutchinson, he will be a star. Trayvon Walker is more of an unknown. So that's why I think they should take Aiden Hutchinson, and I think they will take him. But as you mentioned, they're the Jaguars. They could easily screw this up. They could easily make a mistake, but I don't think that's going to happen. I think they're going to have common sense and take Aiden Hutchinson, who has been the number one overall pick all along, and I think he should be in Thursday's draft as well. Now, moving on to the second pick, who is which is held by the Detroit Lions, who just barely missed out on the first overall pick. They are in a complete rebuilding process under Dan Campbell, really changing every aspect of their teams. Obviously, Jared Goff is their quarterback right now. It seems like they're sticking by him, so no reason to pick a quarterback at the moment. So who do you think they're going to pick and who should they Yeah, pick? it seems like they're not going to pick a quarterback, um, and especially not at number two. I mean, they could, if they really wanted to, trade back. Not sure there's really a lot of people who need that number two pick and are going to give up a lot to get it. So I find it unlikely that they would trade back for a quarterback, but definitely possible. Um, but, yeah, I see them taking Trayvon Walker here. Um, I think him and Aiden Hutchinson are just far and away the two best players in this draft they both get after the quarterback um I mean Kayvon Thibodeau he he is also a great player I just think he's slightly below where Trayvon Walker's at um so I think you know whoever the Jaguars don't pick between Hutchinson and Walker that's who they're going with absolutely totally agree with you here really the Lions pick has kind of already been for them in the sense that as you mentioned whoever the Jaguars don't take they're probably going to take Hutchinson and Walker are kind of the two top picks without a doubt. So they're just going to go with whoever the Jaguars don't take. Now, number three is interesting. It's the Houston Texans and obviously also in a rebuilding process. They have Davis Mills who showed potential in his rookie year. So no reason to draft a quarterback either. Do they take Kayvon Thibodeau and strengthen the D-line? Or, as I've seen some other mock drafts, should they go for the O-line and maybe get a replacement for Laramie Tunzel or another, just another piece to strengthen the offensive line? See, so it's my opinion that they should take Evan Neal from Alabama. I think he's kind of been through this process, been a guy who's always been consistently the one or two uh, O-linemen. He can play everywhere. He played left guard, right guard, right tackle, left tackle at Alabama. He can do it all. Compared to some of the other O-linemen in this draft, like Charles Cross, who was Mike Leach, offensive tackle, who they've been known to not pan out that well, and he's only been able to play left tackle in college. Same with 
Ikeem Aquanu only been playing left tackle. And because the Texans have Laramie Tunsil for this next year, who only plays left tackle, presumably if they draft an alignment, they've got to be playing on the inside or maybe right tackle. Um, so that's why I think Evan Neal is the best pick. Obviously, Kayvon Thibodeau, uh, defensive end, super athletic. He could be a good pick for them. Sauce Gardner, cornerback. Uh, this team is very, very shallow on cornerback depth. And, uh, I mean, he could be a piece to really build around defense. So I think they should go with Thibodeau because I think that he's a really good talent and is just overall a better prospect than any of the offensive linemen you mentioned. Laramie Tunzel hasn't been great in Houston, but I think he's a solid piece, and they could potentially look at keeping him. I don't really know why you would take another O-lineman when you already have a pretty solid left tackle unless you are looking to move off Laramie Tunzel and you truly believe that Neil can play all these different positions successfully in the NFL. So I think they should take Thibodeau. Or I also think the Texans should look to trade down. They need a lot of help at a lot of different positions. So I think they could really use a trade with another team, give them multiple picks, maybe even a first-round pick in next year's draft to build more draft capital because the Texans don't need to win now. They just need to accumulate talent. So I think trading down would be a great way to do so. Now let's talk about the New York Jets. There's been a lot of speculation that they could potentially be trading for Debo Samuel and trading the number four overall pick for Debo Samuel as long uh, as well as other pieces. Do you think they should look to do that or maybe draft a receiver of their own? Or is there another player you're looking at for the Jets at number four? Look, I don't think Debo Samuel, I hate to say it, I just don't think he's worth the number four overall pick, especially with what the Jets are going to do. They have Zach Wilson, who... He's, I don't know, he's fine. He was fine as a rookie quarterback, not that great. Um, but they don't have that explosive offensive mind uh, like they do in San Francisco. They're not going to be able to put him as, in as many situations. They don't have as good a team around him. They don't have a good offensive line around him. So it's he's not going to have the same production he does in San Francisco in New York. And so I just don't think you can really trade for a, a good wide receiver with the number four overall pick when you can get – so many more important positions like pass rusher. Uh, you could draft your own wide receiver. You could trade back, get a wide receiver who is going to give you similar numbers most likely. Yeah, so I honestly think the Jets should trade for Debo Samuel. And I honestly think they probably want to as well because they want to make a big splash. They've been kind of irrelevant the past few years. Trading for Debo Samuel would really make the Jets kind of exciting again. I agree with what you said that I don't think he's that valuable and I don't think he would be used as efficiently in the Jets' offense. It is worth mentioning, though, a lot of that Jets' coaching staff does come from San Francisco. So they have experience with Devo Samuel. They know kind of the ins and outs of his game. So that's another reason why I think he might be traded. I think they should do it because the Jets have been so bad for the previous years I think we just need to go out and take risks and make big splashes and hope that it works. If they don't, I do think they should draft a receiver. Maybe Drake London from USC, maybe some of the other top receivers in this draft. I know four is a little early and the Jets do have picks later on, but we've seen in the NFL, in order for your young quarterback to succeed, 
You need to surround him with elite weapons. So if you fail to get Debo Samuel, you should definitely look at getting an elite weapon in the draft, and especially early on where there are some pretty good wide receivers available. Yeah, I I don't know about wide receivers because they have the 10th overall pick, and I just don't see more than one. I don't even see one wide receiver getting taken in the top 10 and top nine, I guess, besides that Jets pick at four. So I think if they go with a guy like Sauce Gardner, who there's no way they're going to be able to get a guy like that at 10, but they can probably get him at four. Uh, I think they go with him and they get Chris Olave, Drake London, uh, one of the top wide receivers in this draft. Oh, yeah, that's interesting. I I think I could see that happening as well. Now the other team in New York, just as bad as the Jets, the New York Giants. Um, the speculation seems to be that they're going to draft an offensive lineman. I kind of agree with that because their offensive lineman is absolutely dreadful and they just need anything to help Daniel Jones. And I think it's still maybe a year too early to move off Daniel Jones, especially because I don't really like any of the quarterbacks in this draft. As we're going to talk about later, they're good, but they're not transcendent talents as there have been in previous years. Do you think they just go safe, go with O-linemen, strengthen the O-line? Yeah, I think they they really need to go with a safe pick here. I think taking a quarterback this early uh, with Daniel Jones there, you're not going to be able to move on from Daniel Jones easily. We've seen teams trying to move a quarterback, a former first-rounder that didn't work out. It's been tough. Baker Mayfield is, is pretty much teamless, but the Browns are still going to have to pay him $18 million this year. So uh, I think they just play it safe build up the lines, maybe go with Sauce Gardner if he's still available. Um, There's a lot of guys they could go with, and pretty much anyone would be an upgrade for this team. I could see wide receiver as well. They could use a wide receiver for Daniel Jones, um, really see if, like, he is the guy and if they really want to draft a a QB next, next draft season. And next we have the Carolina Panthers, and this is really the first team that people are really thinking might go for a quarterback. The two main quarterback prospects are Kenny Pickett from the University of Pittsburgh and Malik Willis from Liberty. I'm not really sure if they should draft a quarterback because I know Sam Darnold isn't great. He has lots of limitations. He's really reckless. I don't think he should be a starting quarterback anymore. I think he's proven that he's not fit to be a starting quarterback. But I also think that the Panthers are in a rebuild mode right now. They don't need a great quarterback right now. And also, I don't think Malik Willis or Kenny Pickett are going to be great quarterbacks. I I don't think either of these guys are are much better than Darnold, even at their, like, peaked out or whatever. Maybe Malik Willis if you give him some time. But still, you're committing, like, three years to get pretty much what you get with Sam Darnold. And you can get a better quarterback like Bryce Young or CJ Stroud in next year's draft. Absolutely. Like, there's no reason to rush this. There's no reason to rush into a mistake. And I think the only reason why these two are considered top 10 picks potentially is because the quarterback draft this year is just not very good. If it was last year, these two may have been late first round picks, maybe not even first round picks. Obviously, Kenny Pickett has the limitation that he's been a five-year starter, so we kind of know what he is. He had great numbers last year, but that he also had a ton of experience in that team. So is he really going to be able to be a extremely talented player in the NFL? I don't know. Yeah, it's just tough. Like, 
going with a guy who's already like 26 years old than Kenny Pickett. I mean, how old is, is Sam Darnold? He's probably only like 27 or 28, but he's had three years of NFL experience more than Kenny Pickett. So, I mean, it's just – yeah, I mean, yeah, I remember Sam Darnold. I think Kenny Pickett maybe like 24, maybe, but I think Sam Darnold, remember, he came in at like 20 years old. So yeah. as you mentioned, he's still very young. And then Malik Willis, the other quarterback in this draft, he went to a really small school, and he didn't exactly put up insane numbers. I mean, he was really good, but these weren't Case Keenum at U of H, 6,000 yards passing numbers. So again, I think I don't think the Panthers should draft a quarterback. Maybe go pass rush, O-line, something like that. Now, for the next pick, again, the New York Giants. So we've already talked about them. Maybe what do you think they should do with this other pick that they have in the top? You know, if they go O-line on the first pick, um, they can't really go O-line again. I mean, they could, but wouldn't make a ton of sense. I guess they could they could say, you know, we drafted O-line in the top five last year. We draft two in the top ten this year. We're just going to have to just run all over people with Saquon. But, um, I mean, really, I'd, I'd probably go defense, probably go secondary, uh, maybe pass rush if, you know, one of the – if, like, Clayvon Thibodeau was still there, I'd definitely go pass rush. Um, maybe Karloftis, maybe at, at eight, you know, or seven, you know. It's tough to pick him that high, but you, you got to, you know – Pick defense, see who's the best best guy available. Absolutely. Now, moving on, the Atlanta Falcons, who have the eighth pick. Obviously, there's been a lot of turmoil in this franchise. They traded Matt Ryan and signed Marcus Mariota, another team in a rebuild. I think they should draft a wide receiver, Drake London, Chris Olave. They lost Julio Jones, Calvin really suspended. If you want to give Mariota a real chance, you have to surround him with weapons. I think they go receiver. What do you think? See, I'm not so sure they really want to give Mariota a chance. I think they could go quarterback here and then, uh, you know, get a guy like Malik Willis, a project guy, let him sit for a year behind Mariota, and then next year get a get a high pick, you know, one, two, three, get, you know, a transcendent wide receiver trade back, get a few different guys to really build this team around Malik Willis. See, I'm not, again – I don't really know about the quarterbacks this draft, so I don't really think they would take a risk um, given that they already have a quarterback in Marcus Mariota and it seems that they're willing to give him a second chance. But at the same time, as you said, is Mariota really going to be like the savior of their franchise? Probably not. Maybe they go quarterback or maybe they upgrade the defensive side of the ball. Now let's get to the Seattle Seahawks who have a completely different look this year. They hold the number nine overall pick after trading with the Denver Broncos. They traded superstar quarterback Russell Wilson. So, obviously, replacing him is a potential option. Do you think they should do that? I don't think so. I mean, once you get past, unless none of these teams that we've discussed taking a quarterback take a quarterback, I mean, their their options are very limited. Um, I think it's just safer for this team to go with defense, O-line, uh, you know, something like that. Not not a quarterback, especially not if, you know, a guy like Malik Willis isn't there because this team's not going to win now either way. They had Russell Wilson, and they still ended up with the ninth overall pick. Putting a, a rookie QB in there is not going to help you win any more games. So I'm going to agree with you here. 
don't think the Seahawks should take a quarterback, even if the quarterbacks are still there. I know I, I sound like I'm repeating myself a lot, but I just don't think these quarterbacks are very good, to be honest. So I think they should look in the secondary. Maybe Kyle Hamilton, who's a transcendent safety from um, from uh, Notre Dame. Jamal Adams hasn't really worked out, so maybe he's a solution to their woes in the secondary. Also, Derek Stingley Jr., really good, but a little inconsistent cornerback from LSU. was a huge part in their national championship winning team. I think that's an option. Or maybe just strengthen the O-line. Maybe you go for another pass rusher because, as we've mentioned, there are so many good pass rushers in this draft. So, really, I think the Seahawks have a ton of options. I just don't think they should draft a quarterback. Finally, for the last pick in the top 10, the New York Jets. I think we both agree if they don't draft a receiver at four, they should draft one at 10. Yeah, they they need more weapons for to really see who Zach Wilson is. He just – I mean, none of his guys were getting separation and – the pass rush was getting to him a lot last year. They need someone to help him figure this out. Absolutely. And now, before we wrap up, there's the potential that teams trade up this draft because it's kind of it's a good draft. It's not the best draft ever, but there's a lot of talent kind of at around the same level. So a lot of teams are going to be looking to trade back. Who do you think is a team that may potentially make a big splash, trade up, and get a superstar? maybe near the top 10. You know, I think the Chargers, they're only at 17. They've got a win-now team. They need someone to really push this team over the top. They're in a great division. And so I think they trade up to, you know, they're at 17. They can move up to around 10 for not that much of a price. You know, a lot of teams are, are try, kind of trying to move back out of the top 10 because they see, like, it's a very even, uh, you know, first round. So I think they could move up, really get a great pass rusher uh, to be on the other side of Joey Bosa or um, maybe an O-lineman to help keep protect Justin Herbert. You know, I could see them moving up. I could also see the Eagles moving up. They have two picks. Um, They have, like, I think the 15 and the 18. And so they could move those to move up very high. They could move probably to somewhere in the top five if they use those two picks to really get a great player. Yeah, so I think the two teams that may trade up are the Chiefs and the Packers, two teams that have traded superstar receivers. So I think they may look to get around 10, 11, 12, move up a little bit, maybe not necessarily have to give up a first-round pick in next year's draft and be able to draft a receiver to help Patrick Mahomes, to help Aaron Rodgers. I think those teams are a little desperate as well because there's been a lot of negative publicity about them trading their superstar wide receivers. So I think they may look to do that. And so look out for big trades on Thursday's draft. So that about wraps up our draft preview. After the draft, we're going to record a draft recap. So make sure you stay tuned for that. Once again, thanks for listening to our podcast and make sure you watch the draft on Thursday. Thanks and goodbye.